Now, every Friday, thanks to our friends at Local Environmental Services, we give you a chance to to blow off some steam. You can see more about what they do at localenvironmental.ca. It's a tradition that essentially shines the light on emails, real emails that are sent to our address at talk at ryanjesperson.com. Fittingly, we call it Trash Talk! Yeah, this one from Larry who says, Jess, boy, I heard both you and Johnny say on Thursday that issues that just aren't that sexy that seem not to be important to the general public. Yes, sex sells. We know that, you know, even before the first release of Playboy back in 1953, before TV was invented, before the internet, now a dominant requirement, right? It seems to be the essential focus of all social media platforms. Sex and selling to try to fully grasp the impact of sexy on our children and teens and families and society and culture and planet Earth is well beyond the capabilities of any person, company, organization, government, culture. Even AI has limited capacity to understand sexiness. He says, now glossing through news feeds, this topic, in particular the aspect of sexy, it seemed to me that something deserved discussion. With healthcare services in Alberta or across the country experiencing a never-before-seen crisis due to an incredible range of causes, American-style privatization of health services wanting to dominate, to displace a cornerstone, the foundational right that Canadians share, the surrender to this sex gluttony. He says, I've grown up constantly reminded, remembering the advice, always live within your means. It's been a simple and sound tidbit that seems to have been replaced now with go big, go sexy, go gluttonous as some sort of life mantra. If Canada is broken, if societies are at a crossroads, I blame gluttony and sex selling at the heart. If not us now, then who? If not us now, then when? He says, I appreciate Real Talk, but I'm not a big fan of sexy being a criteria for any fucking thing in this day and age. Peace and Slava Ukraine! That from Larry. I love it. How about this one from Bradley who says, Jespo, great shows this week. I've been hearing this story about our star, that $20 billion giveaway. I'm always on the side of a clean planet and good jobs. But this story is the same as what indigenous people have been saying for a long time. Companies making a promise, and then when the deal's ending, the government seemed to kind of help them out to get out of a promised agreement. If there ever was a time for people of all backgrounds in Alberta to come together for the greater good, This is it. A deal is a deal. I worked with an older generation in the oil patch, and they told me how good we had with regards to environmental regulation. They told me the company would bring in equipment and fuel and building materials, but then when the job was done, we would just leave everything on the job site. Equipment was run into the lakes. Fuel was opened up to go into the ground. You hearing what this guy's saying right here? And it was all because it was too much of a cost to bring it all out and put it away. What is different right now? Maybe the time. I don't know. He says, are people still doing this? We made all this kind of history already. He says, I think it's time to do the right thing. I think it's time to hold companies and governments accountable. And one way to do that is to get out and vote. He says, anyway, I hope it all works out in the end to the best of all of us to enjoy what we have and to enjoy what we want to keep. That from Brad. That's a serious email. How about this one from Patty who says, I got a new definition for made. It's medical avoidance in dying. Uh, Patty says, I'm not one to air my personal grievances, uh, let alone on trash talk, but we feel the need to to sort of let you know about our family's personal battle. This really sucks, by the way. Our 85-year-old mother's questioning whether the Alberta government even values her. She's currently waiting for radiation treatment for a reoccurrence of endometrial cancer. Originally diagnosed in 2021, resulted in a complete hysterectomy, uh, hysterectomy done robotically. 
Fast forward eight months, systems reoccur, pathology confirms the cancer's back. Our mom, who's a healthy, independent 85-year-old, now feels that Alberta Health has determined she is not worthy of the investment to treat her due to her age. The frustration of trying to be her advocate, beyond reasonable. She's already been misdiagnosed once. The longer her treatment is delayed, the more likely she will hit stage three. Family and friends who have tried to seek treatment at the Mayo Clinic have been told, you don't need us. you got two of the best cancer clinics in North America, the Cross and the Tom Baker. That doesn't make an impact if they can't deliver the services desperately needed by Albertans like our mom. The system that all of our fundamental tax paying is going to is broken. Patty says, well, our premier, our health minister, and their teams decide whether or not they want to accept the conditions of the federal funding increase. They need to take a step back and think of where they would be and what they would do if this was their mom. And this one from Marshall, who says, Jespo, after watching the absolute sideshow of Alberta's government this week, I just had to submit a trash talk concerning the absolute embarrassment of our so-called premier that made it the province this week. I organized for the Alberta party, says Marshall, a gargantuan task I understand. Make all the jokes you want. Marshall, no jokes. He says nobody in our party supports the absolute joke of a handshake that Daniel Smith pulled off with the Prime Minister of Canada, in all caps. And I would never want to mingle with a party who thinks that is what leadership looks like. Whatever happened to decency? Whatever happened to looking somebody in the eye and shaking their hand as a sign of mutual respect? What would Daniel Smith's grandparents think about this? Making a mockery of herself. It's shit like this that makes the rest of the country think we're a bunch of buffoons. Now say what you will about Trudeau. Make all the heated comments you want. Some of it is fairly deserved, but to meet with your Prime Minister and make such a colossal ass of yourself is nothing short of disgusting. I understand the purpose is to rile up the base. I understand it's a cynical act designed to trigger people like me for the sake of Twitter clout. I know I shouldn't let it bother me, but it doesn't make me any less furious to see somebody who claims to represent me and four and a half million other Albertans make such a craven, desperate, flailing, deceitful attempt and holding on to power. Why can't we go back to the good old days when politicians at least pretended to be decent, normal people? Not the petulant asses we see now. It's fucking exhausting! That from Marshall. I hope you feel better, pal. And thanks for sending us an email to talk at ryanjesperson.com. We'll fire it up again next Friday. In the meantime, we'll be working on telling the stories that matter most to you, real talkers. You can help us out by smashing the like button by sharing our content by subscribing to us on youtube and the podcast and like jesse lipscomb just said leave us a review we're not too embarrassed to ask for that we love it when you do make it a great weekend real talkers and we'll see you right back here on monday Monday.